Welcome to Eczema Out Loud from the National Eczema Association. I'm Danny Morsehead. Did you know that your eczema is cute? Alexis Smith runs the account Eczema Love on Instagram. Through this account, she's pioneering a new way to look at eczema by showing off her flares in cute and creative ways. Alexis is here to tell us about how she came to the realization that her eczema is cute. We'll also talk about challenging skin disease stereotypes, the skin positivity movement, and matching your nails to your flares. Alexis is here to show you that your eczema can be cute too. Don't believe me? Let's see if Alexis can convince you. Okay, my name is Alexis, she, her, and I am from Maryland. And I have eczema. (laughs) Well, that's why we're here. (laughs) Um, So you've had eczema since you were a child, is that correct? Pretty much when I hit puberty, it was like sixth or seventh grade. Mm -hmm. Actually, my parents told me I had it when I was like a baby baby, but then it went away and I guess came back and decided to surprise me in middle school. Yeah. Puberty is a tough time to have your eczema pop up all of a sudden. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was fun. (laughs) Did you know what it was at first because you had had it before or uh, was it a brand new thing? It was a brand new thing for me because I obviously don't remember having it when I was a child. Um, But I remember the first patch I got was actually on my neck, I guess, where like my jewelry would hit, like my necklaces Mm -hmm. would hang. And I always thought that was so weird. And I was like, mom, I don't know what this is. And so we went to the dermatologist and sure enough, it was atopic dermatitis. Yep. Has your eczema gotten better or worse over time or has it kind of stayed the same? How How's managing it been for you? Um, When I first got it, it was okay for a little bit. And then it got not severe, severe, but I had it covering my entire face almost when I was in high school. Um, where I had to go on prednisone for a little bit to clear up a really bad flare. Um, mm-hmm. There were a couple years after I stopped taking topical steroids where it got really bad. Yeah. And now it's kind of very manageable. I mean, it's still obviously there, comes and goes in different spots, but it's definitely a lot more manageable now than it was when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like your eczema has always been very visible. If it's been on your face, it's hard to cover that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did that affect um, your relationships in high school or your relationship even with your eczema? Um, I feel like most people in my situation had the same thing where, you know, you're diagnosed with eczema and you automatically insecure because you think, oh, eczema's ugly. This makes me ugly. Like I look different than everyone else. So that's not good. So it was tough in the beginning because I really couldn't accept, I guess, what I looked like because it was, you know, like you said, uh, middle school is such a fun time to have super fun <laughs> eczema time. pop up on your face. So, fun. so that was hard enough. And then throw a rash in there. It's a good time. Um, but since then, it's been a lot better. You know, I've come a long way from the insecure 12 year old. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did you ever have to explain your eczema to peers? When I was in middle school and high school, I really didn't talk about it much because I was so insecure about it. But once I got older, 
I would explain it to people more of like an icebreaker, mm-hmm. especially if it was like a very obvious flare. I would always try to use humor to be like, hey, it's okay. We can talk about this. I'm okay with it. Like this, I have eczema. My yeah. face just gets rashy sometimes. We're good. You're not going to get sick for me. I'm not contagious. I just have some fantastic skin. <laughs> yeah. That seems, humor seems like one of the better ways to introduce it. Yeah. And did you try to cover it up at all or did it impact how you um, use makeup? I, yes, because <laughs> I, I love makeup. I never wanted eczema to stop me from using it because I love like the creative aspect to it. So I used to use tons of makeup to cover it when it was really bad, but that obviously only made it feel worse and you really can't hide the texture of eczema. Mm-hmm. So one day when I had it in a weird shape under my eyes, I just kind of decided to put foundation everywhere but the red spots. And then I did some cool eye makeup with it. And I just really liked the way it looked for some reason. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool and not everyone can do that. <laughs> totally. So one of your your kind of themes, I guess you could say, of your account Eczema Love on Instagram is seeing your eczema as cute. Is that one of the first times you decided to show off your eczema in a cute, fun way? I think I posted a couple selfies before then where I was kind of like trying to be cute with my rashy face. Is this for your personal account before you had started Eczema Love? Actually, now that I think about it, I think the start of it really was a couple years ago, I think in 2016, there was a like hashtag the power of makeup challenge where people would cover half of their face with makeup and they do half of their face totally bare. And I did that when I was in a flare. And I posted that on my personal account. And then I think maybe two or three weeks later is when I decided to start my eczema account. Because I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I can just do this. Show people what eczema actually looks like. Mm -hmm. But I think when I really started seeing it as cute, um, when I did some work with Dove, we were doing a photo shoot. And one of the other girls had eczema all over her cheeks. And when I saw her, I was like, oh, wow, that's actually... That looks really cute on her. So I think that's where it started. And then I started seeing it more when I would like take selfies and I had it in like a cool pattern under my eyes where I was like, oh, this, you know what? It's not so bad. It's kind of creative. Looks kind of cool. I can make it cute. Let's, yeah, (laughs) let's take that route. That's fun. I love that your creative spirit came out in your, in the way that you display your eczema. (laughs) I mean, not that you have too much of a choice displaying it. Um, And that's something else I want to touch on. Another aspect of your account that I find really fun and interesting is sort of the whimsical way you display your flares. I feel like most people only know, I guess, what you would call like textbook eczema. They really only see like the medical photos of some random arm or leg, and they never really see like the actual person with Mm -hmm. eczema. So I wanted to kind of post what it really looks like on a day-to-day basis. You know, it can be painful, it can be mentally draining, and sometimes it can make me laugh because if I don't laugh, I'll cry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So to save my sanity, I have to make it funny. You know, one of those, I don't know, maybe, like, every time I would make a dermatologist appointment because my eczema was really bad, it would just clear up instantly. So I oh, have man. to laugh about stuff like that. Yeah. Showing up to the dermatologist and saying, help me. And they're like, why? I'm like, I <laughs> promise it was really bad. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like there's a little bit of a duality here with um, seeing your eczema as as fun and funny and making fun of it and making light of it, um, sort of balancing out that uh, the really difficult sides of eczema. 
you are able to see it as cute, but then sometimes you do the half face thing where you display it on one side of your face and cover it up with makeup on the other side. Can you touch on showing your eczema versus hiding it? When would you do one versus the other? And does it always feel okay to hide or does it always feel okay to display? Do you go back and forth? Um, I used to go back and forth for a while. I mean, obviously in the beginning, I always wanted to hide it if I could. Like I didn't want anyone to see it because I was just embarrassed by it at the time. So I went back and forth for a while, like, okay, I'm just going to the mall. Like I, I don't have to wear long sleeves to hide my eczema. But then sometimes like, okay, I'm going to prom. Uh, let me try and hide this somehow. But now I would rather be comfortable and show my eczema than have other people be, I guess, what you would call comfortable not seeing my eczema. So I, I'm at the point where there's not really an occasion where I feel like I need to hide it. Gotcha. So it's where what you want, make yourself feel comfortable and then deal with other people or not, however much you right. feel that you need to. <laughs> right. That's great. And has running the eczema love account affected your relationship with your eczema? Yes. It's one of those things where if you tell yourself something enough times, you start to believe it. Mm. So like when I was in seventh grade, I told myself eczema was ugly. So I believed it. And then once I started posting on my Instagram, like when I started, it was like, yeah, I mean, probably. But then once I started posting about it more, I started to actually believe it. Like, hey, actually, you know what? This is cute. It looks good. It's not ugly. Like having eczema doesn't make me ugly. I'm a lot more than my eczema. So it kind of helped me see myself better, especially when I would, you know, post pictures and people would message me being like, hey, this actually helped me today. After seeing your posts, I decided to go out wearing a tank top and I felt fine and it was so freeing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this mm. is actually, <laughs> yeah, it's actually doing something. So it helped me, I guess, see myself in a better light. Totally. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It sounds like it's been a positive reinforcement cycle. You posting other people commenting and sending you messages from their own life and having that give you more confidence to keep showing it off. <laughs> yeah. That's great. How has your account changed over time? The way you post, maybe the makeup you do or the messages you try to send out? In the beginning, I think I focused more on posting what products I was using, what helps me and like how to manage it. But then I feel like it sort of became more of a skin positivity kind of approach where I wasn't as focused on how to manage it or control it. I mean, I still do post stuff like that sometimes, but I think the main focus now is to just learn how to accept your skin and how you look with your flares. And mm -hmm. and do you feel that you've found sort of a an online community of skin positive people? Have you maybe even created that community for yourself rather than just having stumbled upon it? Um, definitely. Uh, and I think that's also what contributes to, you know, my Instagram helping me see my eczema differently is, you know, me posting something and everyone else in the eczema community taking part in the conversation and 
I feel like just feeding off of each other's energy kind of thing, it kind of, not to sound cheesy, but lifts us all up and inspires us mm-hmm. because you see other people really showing off their flares, how they look, and they're totally confident in it. And it makes you want to do the same thing. Like, hey, they look really happy. I'm tired of worrying about how my skin looks. And then you kind of just feed off of each other. And it, I think it makes a really big impact personally. It did on me, at least. Yeah. Have you seen anyone copy your style and start seeing their skin as cute too? <laughs> Other diseases maybe? I don't know. I don't think I've seen it personally, but um, I feel like, I guess this is kind of related to that. It's changed how the way I see my pimples. Like I mm. obviously, like everyone else, don't like having pimples, but now I'm more okay with them and not as stressed about hiding them because I'm like you know what it's just skin like everyone gets pimples everyone looks like this like it's fine I need to stop worrying about what other people think because honestly people don't care like they're not they're not even looking at that so it kind of helps me realize that you know everyone's going through their stuff everyone looks different everyone has something about themselves visually I feel like that they want to hide yeah it's just a matter of finding a way to make that thing the best thing about you (laughs) Yes. Flares come up so randomly. Do you feel like you wake up every day knowing what you're going to post about or does it just happen to you? I'm kind of wondering about your creative process or if eczema is the thing that guides the creative process. Definitely the latter. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever really planned a post per se. Like it's normally I'll wake up, my skin looks very flared and I'll post about it and the eczema definitely is the thing that determines what I post mm-hmm. and um really just whatever pops up I'll post about I don't really plan much um similarly does your eczema guide your makeup routine uh, unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> like Like I said, like, I really love the creative aspect of makeup. So obviously, if I have a flare on my eyelids, I can't put glitter there like I love to do. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it also can go the other way where it'll inspire, like, if it's bad, it'll inspire what I want to turn the look into that I probably wouldn't have done if it wasn't you know, shaped like that or have that color. Like sometimes I'll make my eyeshadow match my eczema. Mm. I did that accidentally once and I was like, you know what? That's actually kind of cute. Yeah. I'll keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely, it definitely affects how I decide to do my makeup. Yeah. And does your eczema care routine interact with your makeup routine? Do they ebb and flow together? Do you have makeup that actually helps your eczema maybe? There is actually a brand... I think they even have the National Eczema Association seal of approval. The goal for me is just to find makeup that doesn't make my eczema angry. I didn't think it would be a possibility to find makeup that actually helps it because that just sounds too good to be true. If our listeners want to check out products that have been accepted into the seal of acceptance program, Categories include cleansers, clothing and fabrics, disposable wipes, hair products, household products, moisturizers, over-the-counter drugs, and sunscreens. You can find these products and more at eczemaproducts.org. What's your advice for young people who are at the age that they're starting to experience the interaction between body image and, um, 
and eczema at the same time? My advice, I guess, would be, you know, don't feel like you have to cover your eczema. I mean, if that's what makes you feel comfortable, do what makes you feel comfortable. But don't feel like you need to cover it up because you think eczema makes you ugly. Like it doesn't make you ugly, I promise. Mm. You know, let it inspire what you want to do if you are experimenting with makeup. Don't feel like you have to cover it up, but do what makes you comfortable. Yeah, that's great. Have you ever had an interaction through Instagram that turned into a real friendship or um, an interaction where you've helped people through some times that are really hard for them? Yes. I guess I could take this in two different directions. Um, Yes, there are people that I've met through my Instagram that I still talk to, you know, help each other through flares, ask for advice. Um, But a lot of the people are people that I've met in person because of the National Eczema Association. I've met a lot of people through the eczema expos. You know, we all have a giant group chat on Facebook for all of us. Like I did the campaign with Dove. I still talk to all those girls. It's, I still keep in contact with a lot of people that I've met because of my eczema. And it's, you know, cool to keep up and see how everyone's still doing. People who know what you're going through. By the way, registration for Eczema Expo is open. The event will be happening virtually this year. It is August 27th through 29th. You can register at eczemaexpo.org. Here's an interesting question for you. If you have to choose where you're going to flare, where would you choose the flare? Where to flare? I like this question. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So... I mean, if I think about it, which my 12-year-old self would be like screaming at me right now, but it's kind of fun when it's on my face when I get to do the makeup because it it's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, you know, front and center, can't hide it, but you can, you know, turn it into something cool. As long as it's not, you know, one of the flares that's very uncomfortable and leaking and kind of just not fun to deal with visually. I think I would rather have it on my face. But if it had to be like a bad one where I had to like deal with it, I don't know. I um, Maybe my arm. I feel like that's the easiest. Mm -hmm. I used to have it on my back a lot. That was not fun because I can not reach anywhere easily. Yeah. Here's a more specific wear flare question. If you had to have a flare on your face, where would you want it? Directly under my eyes. Is that pretty common spot for you? It used to be, and now it's more on my cheeks and it's not directly under my eyes like it used to be, Mm. although it's kind of like a love-hate situation with the under-eye eczema because you normally get those eye creases when it's there, which are not fun because they're normally uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but visually, I think it's kind of (laughs) cute. Yeah. I've only ever had the eyelid eczema. I've never had it below my eyes. See, and I rarely have, I rarely have eczema on my actual eyelids although sometimes I do it's not fun yeah. sometimes on my eyebrow and I lost half an eyebrow because oh no <laughs> my eczema was there <laughs> but it, it grew back we're good 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 uh, eyebrows grow back skin grows back we'll all be okay eventually <laughs> do you do your nails at all either yes there's a lot with that <laughs> yeah and does that relate to itching and scratching or your eczema is there a nail shape that you prefer just go ahead go into it <laughs> So I used to always have, 
I would wear like my natural nails with just like nail polish on them. And then my dermatologist was like, you need to stop wearing nail polish. And I was like, I don't want to. Why would they say that? Is it causing flares or? There's also a story behind that. Hmm. <laughs> he suspected that it was causing a flare because I was telling him everything that I use topically on my body and he approved of everything he's like there's something you're not telling me and I'm like I I, like I I have no reason to lie to you (laughs) I promise like I don't have some ulterior motive like I'm telling you the truth turns out it was actually my job at the time that was flaring me up because I worked in retail and it you know all the new clothing had all these chemicals on it and that's Mm. actually what was flaring me up but instead of asking about stuff like that my dermatologist He's like, oh, well, maybe it's your nail polish. I'm like, okay, well, we'll try no nail polish. Obviously, that didn't change anything. Mm -hmm. So I've tried a lot of different things with my nails before I found something that actually worked. Natural nails, I've learned, are no good for me because they're super thin and sharp. So Mm -hmm. when I scratch, I just end up bleeding and getting all these scars for my nail. I, like, I still have a scar on my leg from one night I was scratching and I um, it ju- I just sliced my thigh. Oof. It was awful. Yep. Um, I've tried acrylic nails, but the acrylic, I think, in particular, kind of flared me up. Um, but now I do my own... I'm using polygel now since the past month or so. It's nice because it makes my nails thicker, so I can't do as much damage, but mm-hmm. I can still scratch without my nails causing me to flare up. Gotcha. It's it's all about the balance. You need enough nail that you can still just get a little bit of scratch in there, not too sharp so you don't slice yourself open like you did. <laughs> <laughs> and do you do a particular shape? I would think around, you know, sounds like it would be better. I just I make sure the corners aren't sharp enough to do anything. Yeah. Cuz I mean, when I used to use um glue on nails, And whenever I would use those, they would start out as a square shape. And because of all my scratching, they would end up round by the end of like two or three weeks. So yeah, this is strong enough to kind of fight against that, but still do its job. Yeah. This is probably a ridiculous question, but why not? Is there (laughs) an ideal color? (laughs) A color that either matches your eczema or... uh... I don't think a color could do anything about the scratching or itching. So let's just go with that. What's the best color to match the eczema? I didn't even think about matching my nails to my eczema. There's a thought I have to do my nails oh, this weekend. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that. Yeah. Do you feel that once you've stopped battling your eczema and started accepting it as cute that your flares have actually lessened maybe from relieving your stress? I think so. Because I did notice that I do flare a lot more when I'm stressed. I wouldn't say stress is like the main cause of my eczema, but it definitely will make it worse. Um, And yeah, I guess since not stressing about my eczema, it has kind of helped my day-to-day flares. Of course, there's still times where it's awful and terrible and totally unmanageable, but um, compared to what it was before, it's been so much better. Yeah. Okay, and my final question for you. What is your favorite thing about having eczema? For me, I guess, I don't know, I kind of like having something that makes me unique, even though sometimes it can be uncomfortable. It's, you know, I I don't want to downplay how bad eczema can be physically and mentally, but it's kind of nice to have something that sets me aside and I guess makes me unique. Mm -hmm. It's a part of you. Yeah. Yeah, even if it totally sucks sometimes. 
<laughs> it does totally suck sometimes, yeah. but it's nice to have a platform where I can hopefully make it suck less for other people. Yeah, it definitely makes me feel like my eczema flares are cute when I see you posting about yours. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> That's great. I love it so much. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining oh, me. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Eczema Out Loud. You can visit the National Eczema Association at www.nationaleczema.org. If you have feedback on this episode, or you'd like to send in a suggestion for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at We hope you'll join us next time.